Show me something. Hello and welcome back to the Show Me Something podcast. My name is Will. I'm Trevor. And I'm Jacob. And today I showed the boys the 2006 album Donuts by Jay Dilla. Um, hip-hop producer, uh, lauded hip-hop producer. And uh, this is one of his instrumental albums um, from 16 years ago. So excited to chat about that. But before we do, what's up, boys? Any housekeeping? How's life? Life's, life's good. I'm drinking um, Mass Landing Brewing all the way up. Oh, Mass God, Landing those... is good. I like nice. that. I think, you, I think you might have brought this to my house, Will. It's possible. Yeah, I like their stuff. I don't know. It's good. I'm drinking it out of my sick Gurren Lagan mug that Will gave me. Will and Marissa. Will and Marissa. I'm so to sorry, be honest, Marissa. Marissa chose it, so she should get most of the prize. Not Will. Only Marissa gave it to me. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> I am drinking uh, a Miller Lite out of a Coors Light glass. <laughs> Sacrilege. Yeah, that's fucked up. Uh, <laughs> Damn, that was a harsh uh, that's noise. So loud on the fucking recording. I'm I'll so bring sorry. it down. I'll um, bring it down. Yeah, I dropped my coaster. I'm drinking a. It's called I think Disco Nachos or something like that. Um, from Hoof Hearted Brewing, out of a Tierra Mar Brewing uh, IPA mug that my sister stole from the brewery, and I subsequently. Uh, took from her. from her. Nice. No, I didn't. I actually think I paid for it to be honest, because it's a really nice mug. You paid her for a stolen glass. Yeah, because it's like a, <laughs> it was. <laughs> what? I don't. I don't need an explanation. That's but honorable. It's, it was like uh, you know, it was like the thing she took before she left Washington and moved away, and mm. so it had like sentimental value for her. But also, I was like, this is a very nice glass, and I need it. So I was like, how do? I, how about I? Like, I think I bought her like a, a beer or two in exchange for it. So. Oh, nice. I'm a, I'm a nice guy. That's pretty good. That's your nice guy, dude. <laughs> you should have just stolen it from her. You should have jacked it from her. Nah, I can't do that. Sneak in through the window? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's definitely not. That's not my move. I'm wearing the cum shirt. <laughs> the cum shirt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's uh, anything else new besides the beers we're drinking? Not really. Um, just... I finished watching. Um, I'm caught up oh, on Marvel. Um, I just haven't seen the new Spider-Man because uh, you can't rent it on Amazon yet. Um, you just buy it. It's twenty dollars to buy, though. You know, I'd, I'd rather I'd rather rent it for a for a three. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, which which Spider-Man is it? Uh, the new one. Far from know. home. The new one. That Far no from way home. home. Something. No way home. No way home. I think it's No Way Home. Yeah. Um, I just watched that recently. Yeah. So I watched um, I watched Hawkeye since we last talked. Um, Hawkeye was great. Um, in terms of shows for Marvel, um, it goes... Easy number two. It is the number two for me, actually, yeah. It goes yes. uh, WandaVision, Hawkeye, Loki, and then way dog-tier, dog-ass-tier bottom uh, <laughs> is Doc and the Winter Soldier. And so then uh, What If is somewhere in between those last two, further I down towards the, the bottom. It was, it was all right. Uh, it wasn't... A lot of it was just boring and i just didn't yeah. care a lot of the time uh but there is like a nice like payoff at the end you know there's some cool stuff they do is um, it animated yeah yeah it's all animated um gotcha. it's good i enjoyed it personally but yeah it was okay um and oh i watched the lighthouse um crazy oh, fucking oh movie. that's yeah. on my list crazy i know everything movie. about it yeah i want to watch it i've heard it's really great yeah i loved it um abby was too weirded out by it <laughs> yeah, I showed Riss the trailer, and she was like, "You're kidding." Yeah, um, she still liked it, but, it, but I definitely liked it more than her. Yeah, I'll watch it sometime soon. What about you, Trev? Watch anything good? Uh, I finished a couple of animes. Uh, Realist noteworthy? Heroes, huh? Anything noteworthy? Sorry, I interrupted you. Realist uh, Heroes. Realist Heroes season two was coming out. That was not bad. Uh, and the. Oh, I forget what the full title is, but something about Prince's Guide to Rebuilding the Kingdom. They're both like fantasy shows, but it's more about like city planning and uh, policy and lawmaking and like trying to bring a, your kingdom up from like hmm. food crises and economic problems and stuff like that. And that was nice. They were both so pretty like, good. It's like Civ Five. It sounds like 
<laughs> so, That's hype. And I played my first real game of Civ. Well, we're in the process Not of playing. We're still so early on. Trevor's turns are right now are taking an eternity because he's learning. So for me, I'm doing my turns within seconds, and then I'm just like watching because he's streaming it, so I could help him with stuff. I'm just like watching the sim play. He's basically Twitch streaming for me. I'm yeah. I've That's become a Twitch though. streamer. Yeah. Uh, it's it's fun. Oh, oh, yeah. It's a good game. Civ Five's a good game. Yeah. yeah. Not, unsurprisingly. Yeah, I'm almost at 400 hours of it soon. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. God, that's pretty good. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm waiting for a sale, but I'm gonna dive in on that train too sometime, hopefully soon. Yeah, I also. Um, go ahead, Trev. I also, uh, I finished the first Arkham Knight game or the first Arkham nice. game, Arkham Asylum, and then instead of playing the next one, I started replaying Doom 2016 because <laughs> nice. Jacob was talking about it. A, a game Jacob famously hates. No, Doom yeah. 2016 is okay. I didn't like Doom Eternal. Oh, right. The sequel. I'm, okay. Yeah, I'm going to play through all of 2016 and then all of Eternal again because I love those games. Yeah, I stopped <laughs> playing the other one. I'm not I haven't play. played the other one. Too scary. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think that's it for me. Just a cool. bunch of, like, some other random anime I've started. Nothing, like, crazy. And, uh, don't think I've watched any movies in a while. I do actually have a couple more things. I started Moon Knight. Um,. I haven't seen I watched, shit. I, need I watched to start the first uh, episode, and then um, Atlanta season three is on, so I've been watching that. Um, yep. Me and Will have been talking a little bit about it. Um, yeah. It's great so far. It's phenomenal. We'll probably show you season one at some point, Trevor. Yeah. Um, yeah, Go it's been it. so good. A great return. Happy to have it back. Damn. Uh, I need to watch Moon Knight. That's on my list this week. I watched a handful of movies. Last week, I finally finished the Fast and the Furious franchise, so I watched... Uh, it's been a long time coming. <laughs> yeah, I finished uh, Fate of the Furious and then Fast 9. Uh, Fate of the Furious was truly, absolutely horrendous. Um, <laughs> like, so dumb, it, it was no longer fun. Aww. Damn. Um, they brought a new director in, which is odd because it's F. Gary Gray, who's a pretty well-known guy. He's made, I think he made... I'm not going to guess off the top of my head. He has like a classic 90s film. Um, but uh, first the franchise, and it was horrible. Absolutely horrible. Uh, but Dang, Fast 9 returned to form. Very good. Nice. Very <laughs> insane. Like they just keep heightening. Like Fast 8, they kind of just stopped doing what made it so enjoyable. Like obviously they're all so stupid. But this one was like very stupid and also not fun. Fast 9 goes back to the basics and continues with it's just it's like hard to believe what they do um in a good way so i need to watch those movies yeah i I haven't seen you do and you don't i mean i you know i i I would feel weird recommending them like genuinely um did you watch the the buddy cop one too hobbs and shaw fuck no no fuck that that's part of the franchise so yeah, I'm not canon. Not canon. Oh, it is canon. But I was gonna uh, say, isn't it canon? No, it is. I just I, I don't know if I want to do that to myself. I've heard that's the worst one after Fast oh, Eight. Really? So if Fast oh. Eight is, it was as bad as I thought it was. I, I doubt I'll enjoy that. Uh, I think I'm gonna do Mission Impossible now, front to back, um, with the potential of bringing it to the show in some form. And I'm also just due for a rewatch of them because they're great. I mean, I've only seen uh, two of them. I've only seen Mission Impossible 3 and then Ghost Protocol. Okay. I don't know if I've seen any of them front to back. I've seen like bits of some of them, but I don't think I've seen any of them like just sit Good down and watch. Yeah, so. I'll, I'll be bringing one of the newer ones uh, if I do. But that's good to know uh, what my options are. Um, I also watched Breathless, the film from... Jean-Luc Godard. It's like a famous French New Wave movie from the 50s or 60s. Hmm. Uh, I, it's hard to watch stuff like that. How now, was it? Was I it think. French? It was so French. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fucking French movies, man. They're it's so... just like, mm. I, I, I get why it's regarded the way it is, but I, I found it to be pretty boring and I hated the main character. Um, and then I watched, we watched Encanto. Nice. And then I, I watched to see that um, still. Spice World, the Spice Girls movie. Um, oh wow which was uh i hadn't seen it since i saw it in theaters as a child i'm a i was a huge spice girls fan as a boy that's Um, badass my mom took me and my best friend adam to see that movie in theaters in california when i was like i don't know five or six maybe um banger banger uh movie i mean it's not a banger but it's it's fun um is it just a concert movie 
No, no, it's oh. a story movie. Oh, nice! It's, it's crazy. It's really funny. It's just wow. and there's like tons of like British celebrity cameos, like Cheetah and Girls, stuff like that. Yeah, uh, I know what that is, but I I don't know what the movie is like, so I can't no speak to that. I know. I've seen. I've, I'm sure I've seen all the Cheetah Girls movies back in the Respect. day, man. Respect. I feel like that's that makes sense generationally. Uh, or age-wise, I guess, more accurately, just because the Spice Girls were kind of my era, um, being the boomer millennial that I am. And the Cheetah Girls were ours. <laughs> yeah. That's true, though, isn't it? Am it's I, am not I even a real band. <laughs> they're not. They're not. It's just all fake. It's Oh, but I mean, it's fucking all bands. It's funny, whatever. though. <laughs> but, like, everything about it. Like, they didn't it put music like... out? Uh, not there's like unless a, it was... There's music associated with, the, like, the movie, right? Yeah, so I they put that, out that singles... Counts and stuff it was like part like this is the soundtrack for the movie yeah basically okay. interesting yeah because it's like uh well like raven simone and a bunch of those other disney stars around that time couldn't even couldn't even, yeah. I know. couldn't even tell you who the rest of them were um, it's just raven was the only one i remembered <laughs> but yeah that's that's pretty much all i had going i don't really have much more going on okay cool so let's we can uh we can jump into reviews i'm gonna hold off on my kind of like little about section of the album until after i hear what y'all think because i mean i'll explain my reasoning after but uh like i mentioned up top 2006 instrumental hip-hop album um uh yeah what'd you guys think (sighs) i wasn't a huge fan i'm not gonna front yeah it like, I didn't dislike any of the tracks. I was not, like, at any point, like, I don't want to listen. Well, at no point I was like, wow, this is bad. I was like, mm. oh, these are beats. This is just a whole bunch of beats, mm-hmm. one right after the other. Like, it feels like any, like, congruency the tracks had to one another was more in their titles than the actual song itself. If that makes sense, maybe they sure. all sampled from. They, it seems like a lot of them sampled from a similar era, okay. I guess. Yeah. But like, yeah, it was. It's not something I ever want to sit down and listen to. Like the last listen I did, I was like, oh, I've got forty-five <laughs> minutes of just beats to when, listen to. When was to. your last listen? Twenty minutes ago. <laughs> so like after we stopped playing Civ, you were like. I ate my, I watched some YouTube and ate my dinner, mm-hmm. and then got a cup of tea and went through nice. track by track to get my, I guess favorites. If we were gonna do that, yeah, of course. Um, How I many mean, times did you listen? Yeah. Uh, without interruption, three times. With interruption, that puts it up to like. Four or five, maybe. I think I got like part the way through. That's pretty good. And then I had a good, like a good chunk of time, and then started it over. Didn't pick it up where I left off. So like, like a half probably listened somewhere in there. Sure. Um. Yeah, it's fine. Give it a five out of ten. Ooh, is that the lowest Trevor so far? Quite possibly. I don't want to ever listen to this again. And none of the is. tracks on here I've ever, Maybe. like, well, none of them feel like real, like, complete songs, if that makes sense. Interesting. Because it's just yeah. instrumental. Not even that, because there's been instrumentals on some of the other albums you guys have brought that I'm like, yeah, I think that was, like, my favorite track on the whole album. You yeah. like it with stuff. I, it's just, they all feel like there should be more going on to them. They feel like, they're the basis of a bigger song, basically. That's crazy. Okay. I know. And then no, the video no. you showed, I guess, to throw that in there, I did find it yeah. fascinating, like, how they showed the sampling Very kind of cool. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I assume the video will be linked yeah, I can like in it. the description yeah. or something. Just for reference, yeah. I, I asked them to watch. A, there's a video on YouTube um, about the song Don't Cry. Uh, I think it's by Tracklib is the account that posted it, but... They do like a series of, of videos that show like how a beat was created or like what it was originally sampling and how they went about sampling it. And so they show like the chops of this particular song that Dilla sampled for this beat and then how yeah. he kind of layered them together um, uh, to make the beat. But but that's uh, yeah, that's where I'm sitting with this one. It might be my lowest. I didn't hate it. I just was okay. like, yeah, uh, I, I came in. Expecting... That last listen was a chore. Like, 
Yeah, that's fair. I ca- I came in expecting both of you not to like it, so that's we're apart for the course. Um, but okay, good. Thanks for listening, Trev. I appreciate you. Of course, man. Now you listen to this. You have a lot of shit that I bring that you hate. So yeah. <laughs> cool. What about you, come? Um, yeah, I I enjoyed the album. I thought it was solid. Um, I liked the beats. Um, I think this album for me really excels. Um, while I'm doing something else. So, like, if I was listening to this in college, it would have been uh, great study music. Um, Now, for me, I was just listening to it, like, a lot in the morning, like, when I'm playing a game or something like that. Because, like, I've been playing Civ, like we were talking about earlier, and I don't play that with any sound on. It's just completely sound off. So I always will listen to music or watch a a stream or whatever. So I was just listening to this, and it was great because I was just, you could just vibe to it and just don't have to pay attention to anything else. I mean, literally, my mind goes blank when I play Civ. So, (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, fucking blank. So it was, so it was great. Um, Yeah. And then. Uh, when we were just uh, making dinner, it was the last time I listened to it. Um, and Abby hadn't listened to it yet either, but I put it on the TV so we could listen to it while we were cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was great for that too. Um, she liked it too. She liked the beats, um, at cool. least most of them. Some, some of the couple of them towards the end started to scare her a little bit for some reason. It had <laughs> like a, a it was just like the staticky record scratching noise. She was like, "What is that noise?" She thought it was <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. She thought because then Pip was like yeah. looking under something too. She was like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> and I was like, "It's just a song." Yeah. Um, but but yeah, uh, I think for me, my least favorite listen was while I was trying to take notes on it. I was just like. I was like, man, I was like, this is not meant for this. I was like, (laughs) I was like trying to take notes on every song and I was like, I'm killing myself. I'm making myself dislike the album more for no reason, just to take notes on it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That's probably why my rating was so low because my last listen was my note taking listen. Yeah. I only did one note taking listen. The rest of them was literally just listening to it and just like glancing over every now and again, seeing what I was like, what track I was on or whatever, but like not Mm -hmm. really paying attention that much. Um, and I think for me, I enjoyed it a lot more that way. Um, yeah. but yeah, I, I would listen to it again, um, in the same type of scenarios when I'm just not really paying attention. Um, yeah. seven out of 10. I liked it. I didn't have any parts cool. where I really disliked anything. Um, okay. really solid beats all the way through. Yeah. Cool. That, uh, that works for me. Yeah. So I'll, I'll do my best, <clears throat> um, to keep a lot of my like personal feelings tied in with this album to this section. Cause I was, I kind of alluded to expecting both of you not to like it that much because it is obviously unlike for sure anything Trevor's ever heard. And I think it's probably pretty far out from what Jacob's heard too, even though he has listened to a lot of rap music. Yeah. I don't know how much you listen to like straight up instrumental music or producer albums. So yeah, I don't, I don't, it's usually. also, it's a weird album. Um, there's a lot going on. Uh, it's funny to hear Trevor say that like they feel incomplete and that there's not much going on because like to me they're so incredibly sonically layered and dense Um, but the kind of simple man no 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 no. I I don't that's not what I'm saying at all it's just no it's true though but like I did I sort of brought this as a not like a thought experiment but like I was just curious to hear what two people who don't know who Jay Dilla is, had never heard his music, you know, knowingly before, would think about this uh, absolute magnificent piece of music, um, opus-level work of a person who is regarded as, like, the most influential hip-hop producer maybe of all time. Um, <laughs> he, he... Oh, no. Um, <laughs> no, it's not, oh, no, it's really not, because it's not your, this isn't your area, you know, this is not what you enjoy, this is my shit <laughs> which is the point of the podcast yeah so i'll do a little bit about the, the kind of a mythology of the album because at this point it's kind of reached that status but uh dilla is from detroit originally he's been around making music since the 90s uh he originally worked as like a producer for other people he fell in with a tribe called quest hmm. made like a lot of music for their latter catalog which is mostly kind of derided by hardcore fans but like is very very sonically influential um he then worked with like common and d'angelo and the roots erica badu he was part of a movement called the soul quarians in like the early 2000s um he is uh, there's like a kind of a 
a term or an idiom, at least in rap, about like your favorite rapper's favorite rapper, like the guy who every other rapper looks up to. Mm-hmm. He is like your favorite producer's favorite producer. Like Kanye lists him as the best producer of all time. Dr. Dre, like Q-Tip, like all these incredible people are like this dude changed the face of of hip hop um, from kind of behind the scenes. So this album came out February seventh. 2006 and he died February 10th 2006 oh damn Mm. so it came out on his 32nd birthday and he died three years later um he had been struggling with lupus and TTP for the last few years of his life so he was like you know he was terminally ill um and the mythology that I kind of reference is that a lot of misreporting and obviously this was like kind of early days of social media being an ever present in all of our lives but like a lot of people have uh talked about this album as if it was literally made on his deathbed um so it's like an album about death and what it is to die and like uh tackling the concept of death and grief um and moving on it's come out in later years that that wasn't quite the truth. Like a lot of these beats were made beforehand, but he was making them while he was terminally ill and his condition was worsening. He did spend a lot of time in the hospital in his later years and he would have a sampler and a stack of vinyl records making music while he was sick. And it's said that he like finished this album while he was in the hospital. So what that like, you know, entails editing, putting final touches on, stuff like that. Um, so this, I mean, this album is about someone dying. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's like, I cried listening to it earlier. Uh, it's a thing that, you know, makes me um, emotional pretty often. Uh, and I think you dig into the songs that he's sampling or the kind of turns of vocal phrase that he's manipulating to sound like something that they're not saying throughout the album. There's a lot of stuff about death and the cyclical nature of life. You, I don't know if either of you noticed, but the album ends where it starts. Like if yeah. you play the album on repeat, it just starts right over. Um, hence Donut, Circle, mm-hmm. etc. He was 32 when this album came out. There's Was there 31 tracks? So he had lived yeah. 31 years at the time when he made the album. There's lots of crazy shit like that kind of all over the place on this album. Um, we can dig a bit more into the kind of the specifics there of a little few things that I pulled out. But I didn't know much about him consciously before he passed. But when he passed, I was a freshman in high school who I, I, I've mentioned before was a part of this like ridiculously like cultish uh, Facebook group about hip hop. I got all my music from there. Uh, I saw that he died and people I, you know, respected their opinion of and and liked talking about music with were posting about him. So I went and and listened to his stuff. And obviously hearing this album in the wake of his, like his death is, is something else. Um, And uh, yeah, I mean, I've been listening to it for 16 years. I listened to it the entire day today on repeat. Um, That happens pretty often, not even just when I'm trying to talk about it for, you know, an hour with people. Um, this is like a, I'm sure you can tell by this point, a mad villainy, helplessness, blues, college dropout type album for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's unbelievable. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's like a 20 out of 10, you know, I, like I, you know, it's, it's just that good. It's probably, wow. I was thinking about it today and I, I think it's probably the, the album I've listened to the most in my life. Um, wow not counting albums that I fall asleep to, you know, when I was doing that. Um, But I obviously am a sucker for instrumental music in general. So it's the kind of thing that I can just have on all the time. But I also just think he was an absolute master of what he did. And uh, this album is kind of just like otherworldly, honestly. Um, Yeah. So that's, I'll try to leave all my baggage there. Uh, It's a fucking amazing album. Definitely check it out. Mileage may vary clearly, but hopefully some of the stuff that we talk about moving forward here can maybe entice you to revisit it, Trevor, or for those listening to to give it a shot. Um, but yeah, it's it's really fucking good, and it's 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 uh, it's a good time. So, nice. um, yeah, let's jump into uh, 
quote unquote favorite tracks, Trev. What are you thinking? Uh, so I guess my my top one uh, is Lightworks. Mm-hmm. I I dug I dug the vibe of it. I dug the old school commercial aspect of it. It kind of yeah. gave me like a little bit of a Fallout vibe at first. Mm-hmm. Sure, it transitions away from that a little bit later on in the song, but yeah, I liked it. It was cool. I don't have much more to say about it other than that. Sure. Um, the factory Whoa. gets super weird. Really? I like it. I like how weird that's it gets. So it's like funny. industrial. That's, like, that's yeah. like one of the most unlistenable songs for me on the album, despite the fact that I think it's great. But yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. That, it's that's really wild. Different our music tastes are, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really like the factory. It's super weird, but it was kind of it was kind yeah. of a nice breakup from the rest of it which yeah. a lot of them sounded very samey to me which i'm sure you're going to be like that's crazy that you it think is that. crazy but i res- i get it but a lot know. of them feel samey to me sure uh and then according to my very strange rating system that we talked about last time i put <laughs> gobstopper as my third favorite yeah gobstopper's a jam gobstopper i didn't make any notes on it there's a lot yeah. of songs on here yeah because as i was going through this last listen i would Put a number, like the track number, and then write the song. Put a dash next to it, right at the mm-hmm. top of the song, so I would be ready to write notes about it. Yeah. And about half, if not slightly more, have no notes after them. Because <laughs> I had nothing to say. I'm just like, this is a thing. This is something I'm... Li-. And I hate... I feel bad about that, because I try my best. <laughs> no, you, sh- you shouldn't. But I... Like, there's like... there. Some of them are so short. There's like... Nothing to say. I feel like I don't have anything to say about them, because it's just like, nothing happened. Like, not nothing happened, but, like, I didn't have enough time to formulate a thought about it. It was yeah. just, like, like the first track, it's, like, 20 seconds long, I it's think. It's an intro. I mean, yeah, it only long. has, like, 9,000 views on it. Everybody skips yeah. it, apparently. Yeah, which how is crazy. You, how could you skip a, a track? Yeah, it's a banger. Also, I love the intro is called Outro. Yeah, and then and the last song is "Welcome to the Show." Yeah, on so. on most versions of the album, it's actually called "Donuts Intro." The last album, the last song, and so it's it ends with "Donuts Intro" and starts with "Donuts Outro." I don't know why they changed it. Some of the song titles on Spotify are not what they are like on the vinyl. Um, what? Huh? So I don't. Oh, know. he's got it ready. Yeah, I don't know. Like, but you can see, maybe you can see "Donuts yeah. Outro" or mm-hmm. "Intro." It does. And "Donuts intro. Outro," and also huh. like. Light My Fire is called, like, Light It on Spotify. Um, yeah, there were some weird ones, but, yeah, Light I think it? Donuts Intro is a better a better name, yeah. personally. Um, but, yeah. I agree. Uh, any, go ahead. Uh, other than, like, yeah, those are my three favorites, I guess. I, I did have two, I guess, honorable mentions of uh, sure. Geek Down and yeah. Time, the Donut to the Heart, or of the Heart, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Those are two honorable mentions, for sure. Uh, my only note on either of those was for time, and I put sexy question mark because of them. <laughs> it is. It's definitely the sexiest song on the album for sure. So, um, even though it's about uh, him, you know, like maybe trying to stop time so that he has more time to live. But yes, it does sound sexy. It's a Jackson Five sample, so. It is okay, there's another one. I feel like there's a Jackson Five sample though. Uh, I think that's the only one. But two I could can be win. Yeah, it um, sounds Jackson Five ish. It does it's sound not like the Jackson Five. Little Michael, yeah, two can yeah. win. I'll look up what the sample is, and I'll, we can circle back. Okay. Um, what about you, Cobb? Um, I'm gonna go with uh, "Time," the Donut of the Heart. Um, two can win and don't cry. As my three. Yeah. I think yeah. those are all Standard. solid tracks. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the sample is by, it's a band called The Silvers. Only One Can Win is the Two Can Win sample. So it's not uh, the Jacksons. But he obviously also does a lot with pitching vocals up and down. Um, so that might have something to do with it too. It sounded um, like it to me. but It does. Also, it definitely does. It sounds like, yeah. it sounds like Michael. Uh, I completely understand where you're coming from there. Yeah, for me, I mean, I don't know. My favorite songs have changed over the years. Uh, don't Cry is the easy one for me. It's, I think it's the best beat I've ever heard. Um, in my life and it's probably one of my favorite songs of all time uh, I love You Love I love Stop I love Two Can Win um, Time is was my, f- my first real love on the album um, there's a part where he like slows the beat down 
on like a it's like I think the third beat of the bar and it's like slow and it just speeds back up again like little stuff like that happens all over the album and I'm obviously not going to talk about every time but that's uh, one that really sticks out to me in terms of his like manipulation of time especially apt given the song title um yeah I I really love all of it so it's kind of hard for me to pick a favorite and also they just changed so much um also I love the last song welcome to the show or donuts intro um Mm -hmm. that song samples uh, a song called when I die um and it's the last song on the show and you know so there's like all this like weird mythological shit going on um that makes the album, you know, hold that extra weight. Uh, but you know, it's made by a guy who's grappling with his impending death, and yeah, there's a that's, lot. That's a crazy a time lot. to be making music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot that is on show there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what do y'all want to chat about? I'm gonna close my blinds real quick and mute my mic, but um, please go ahead. I do want to say before you uh, put take your headphones off or something. I listened to. Oh, it, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, leave mine. Oh, okay, I listened to it seven and a half times. I didn't say that in my part. Uh, nice so yeah I listened to it a good amount of times also there was a good moment there when you were talking Will uh, Maestro was spying on your landlady coming home or whatever <laughs> jumped up to the to the window and was I watching saw that her. she like stopped I don't know what she was doing I hope they just had like a nice moment <laughs> they most certainly did that was... <laughs> yeah that that uh that happens all the time honestly so, uh, but um... yeah I didn't look up like anything uh, yeah, which there, I, dude, I usually do as well. Like when when you give me like an album, I usually want to know yeah. something. But I was like, I, when when I saw like the snaps of uh, or like Instagram stories of you like reading like books about the beats, I'm I'm like, I was telling Abby, I was like, me and Trevor are gonna be so fucking out of our league. It's gonna be the most crazy. <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, but I mean, there that's like, like we don't know how to talk about beat samples and chopping stuff up. I don't know <laughs> nothing yeah, about so that. So. So, like I said, right, there's a lot of mythology about not only this album, but Dilla as, as, a, as a man and a force of music. So, I did, there's, there's this, A, this book series, it's called 33 and a Third, which is a reference to speed of an LP when you're playing on a record table. Hmm. Uh, but it's about, they do like these little mini novellas, essentially, about an album. Um, they've done stuff about anything you can think of, probably. Uh, and it's like journalists writing like really long critical essays about the work and... Hmm. All that kind of stuff. So yeah, I, I was, I've had that for years. I've been thumbing back through that today. Bud Light, nice. Um, and uh, there's also a biography of his that just came out called Dilla Time uh, by a guy named Dan Charnas. And I've been reading that for the last month or so. I'm about halfway through. Uh, and it's unbelievable i'm not a nonfiction guy despite the subject matter it's not really my thing but um this book is just is just really 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 good um nice yeah so I'll, i guess i'll just drop while we have are on the topic of the books a couple notes from um you could see pip's eyes down there by the way i don't know if he oh he looked down he oh, just looked down oh. you see him hanging yeah, out. He's just there. his eyes were at the bottom of my frame he's just staring at me um so i think one of the coolest things about or that I learned maybe about the album in recent history. Um, And it's kind of, it's not apocryphal as in like, we don't like it is true, but we don't know if Dylan knew that it was true when he made the song, but there's a sample of a kind of chant, like a non, it's written as non lexical, which I guess just means like it's nonverbal. Like there's no literal words being said. Pip, get on the mic, homie. Look Uh, at that buddy. There's no words being said, but it's happening in the background of the song. People, and the song that that sample is taken from is from a, a track from a 1974 Hindi movie. And the actual lyrics of that song, when translated to English, tell the story of a woman facing her death, seeking to prove that life does not end with death. You know, so it's like little shit like that is like all over the album. Um, huh. And so obviously it's hard for me to separate kind of the intention of him making this album with the music itself, um, which I don't think would change my mind much on what I feel, what I think about it, but it just is so cool to have all of that stuff in addition. Um, my notes for people is some nice hand drums. Oh yeah. Great hand drums. Um, I didn't know what kind they were. So yeah, <laughs> that, it's hand drums is I think appropriate. Um, I, What's I the wrote, track number? Uh, I don't know. I just, I just, I just put the titles. 
when I was I taking uh, those. It was seven, and I also put lots of drums as my yeah. really really yeah. nice yeah. hand drums. Yeah, um, I love that. Song. I also wrote sounds atmospheric. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I wrote um, then it breaks down into the my people, and I did like eight E's. <laughs> yeah, that one is so so good. Yeah, it slows down. That's around the time of the song when there's kind of the chanting going out in the background that yeah. I'm talking about. Um, yeah, yeah. What else do you guys want to talk about? I I'm I've obviously dominated the conversation like I usually do with my. Um, shit, so. I did write. Uh, so for the second track, working on it. Um, mm-hmm. it's the longest track on the album, but it's only like yeah. two and a half minutes long. A whopping <laughs> two and a half minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is, I liked working on it. I thought it was a good, it was pretty good working on it, you know, <laughs> had yeah, a great sample. Great. <laughs> yep. Um, and then, uh, it has the second most plays as well, which I yeah, found interesting. Which is interesting to me. I saw yeah. that today too. Yeah. Cause none of us um, put it as a favorite. No, I, it's not. I, I think it's, it's, uh, it's so, it feels so random to me. Why is working yeah. on it the most play or second most played? I'm not sure. You know, I'm really not. Um, it's a good question, actually. Yeah, but it's the samples are about uh, the samples are from a song that's written from the perspective of a record itself. Oh. Um, so it's like "Buy Me," "Play Me," "Working on It" are like the, the samples, it. the vocal samples that he's tossing in throughout. There's also one that says "Fade Me" towards the end, and he kind of manipulates it to make it sound like it's saying "Save Me." Oh, um, shit, now I'm sad. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's a really sad album. Uh, he does that a lot. Damn. Um, there's uh, there's one, I'll try do my best to kind of sprinkle these in as we go instead of just dumping them all at once, but um, actually, I'll just wait until we get to the song in question, because I think it'll probably come up, so go ahead. Kyle. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I like that I got, I'm the I got, jumping Trevor, off point. Sorry, I thought you, you, were, right. you were looking no, actually, down. <laughs> you were looking down. I, go ahead, Trevor. I've got a little something. It's not any good conversation no, thing. No, it's good, but, dude. Uh, conversation track good conversation. three, Waves. Yes. Yep. I just like I don't know what he's actually saying, but it sounds like he's saying Big John Rude. Big John Rude. Yeah, <laughs> Big so he's, John Rude. He's saying, like... um, it is. It's I forget the name of the song that it samples, but it is John. Oh, he's okay. also his little brother is named John, um, and he's saying the. Do you think his brother is rude? No. So <laughs> it's saying uh, I think it's saying do it like over like a very stretched out do it. So he's saying, like, please, John, do it. Um, as in, like, pursue music or something like that. Oh, okay. I, That's I thought idea. you were going to say something oh. way darker. I was, no, 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 no. I was no, like, no. holy no. shit. But it's that's considered to be, like, the song for his brother or one of the songs that's for nice. his brother. That's nice. Okay. Because um, he's, like, literally name-dropping him. I that's like that cool. track. I I'm never like not going to hear Big John Rude, though. Big John? It well, definitely sounds told, like you, Big You John also Rude. said you were never going to listen to it again. So. <laughs> You're right. But if I ever happen to be over... You know, with with Will yeah. hanging yeah. out when and Will like, like ties your arms behind your back and plays the the <laughs> you're uh, gonna the listen record. to it. It's already playing on the turntable when he walks in. I fucking and strap the doors closed. You club him over the head. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up, bitch. Yeah. You're tied to the chair as Will's just playing Catan by himself, but in front of you. <laughs> yes. I've like somehow stuffed myself into the replica cabinet. I'm just sitting there to get like the full Perfect. vibrations of everything. Maestro's the one playing Catan, not Will. Hell yeah. What the hell? <laughs> oh. Uh I, I wrote down Light It um has some really nice gospel um sounding. I don't Light know if it fire. is actually gospel, but yeah. it sounds like it is. <laughs> uh I believe it is not. Damn. Damn. Um yeah, Wrong they're Jacob. honestly, it's worth... Me and Trevor a, are dumbs. I don't know if you knew this. <laughs> Anybody <laughs> listening to this podcast? There's just a video, ignore everything we say. <laughs> there's a video on YouTube that gathers uh, every sample on the album and kind of plays them back and forth with the actual song from the album, like chronologically, so you can see the source material and then hear it in context of the album, uh, which I did watch earlier today just for some extra extra bits, but... It does sound um, interesting because I mean the video yeah. was cool, the video, the beat breakdown, but also it helped that it was only like a minute and a half a long. Yeah. This, this <laughs> yeah. video is sixteen minutes long, so that know, might be mileage. pushing it. Honestly, your mileage might be. I feel like it. I thought when you first brought this album to you had like another video we were supposed to watch as well, other than that first one. No, that should have been the only one. Um, it was like a music video or something, but no, he. I mean, he okay. he, he didn't make any music videos for it. Um, 
there is a video for Donuts intro or Welcome to the Show, but it was made <laughs> for independently. Donuts outro, it's 16 seconds long. <laughs> yeah, no, it's for the for the, the final track made independently. But I think people in Europe and then the the record company liked it and like paid them for it and made it the official video. It's just like a copying Donuts, um, hmm. at like a, a weird little donut shop. Also, forgot to mention, this uh, came out on Stone's Throw, the same record label that put out Mad Villainy. Um, nice. So there's a connection there. Also, MF Doom raps over Lightworks uh, at a one point in time. Hmm. Uh, I think it's on his album Born Like This. Um, oh, yeah. Hmm. What is Lightworks from? Because it sounds like an old like 1950s spons- like commercial spot or radio spot. Yeah. So there's a company called Bendix, uh, which is what it says in the show. Like... Bendix, the Tomorrow People. It yeah. was like a commercial for that company. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. And like all of the majority of that song is from the commercial, the sample from that commercial. And then he just kind of adds drums in in the background. It's cool. It's a very cool It is a vibe. really cool track. Yeah, it's so weird. What do you guys think of Airworks, the kind of sister song? Let me see if I Air- wrote any notes. Down. Uh, I wrote Disjointed. That's good. Yeah. I can see that. I got one good opinion in. All I wrote was, <laughs> yay. Uh, all I wrote was, eh, oh. <laughs> e with a bunch of H's and O with a bunch of H's. I don't know if you want to see my I notes. You can't that... really see it. Oh, I, I, I kind of see it. It's yeah, I see it. So eh, I didn't, oh. <laughs> I think that I was goes... starting to lose it on writing notes. <laughs> no, I think that that is what the song sounds like. Yeah, if you had to phoneticize it, and also that goes with disjointed, it is. I started doing that of, a lot with these tracks. Yeah, it <laughs> veers back and forth between like the it's saying air and then it's saying something else. Like um, for steps onto the clapper, all I wrote was yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, so good. Um, One eleven, all I wrote was ah oh, and all right y'all, <laughs> and all right y'all. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, there's so many great little vocal snippets. Um, yeah throughout the album uh trevor called it boring it's crazy um um i did did i say boring you said, you said songs felt incomplete you and like said there was it was such a drag you said it was such a drag you would have rather have done anything else in your life <laughs> and that was hard to hear for will i think he actually think, shed a tear i think what i'm not was, gonna front i during my last note taking listen there were times where i was on my phone reading a web comic yeah that's <laughs> i mean I, i'm not expecting you to. but that's be like a, what i was saying this album does great while you're doing something else yeah i also love listening yeah. to it just by itself but obviously i'm biased well, sad, um you know? shit uh <laughs> shit what was i gonna say i forgot okay whatever other notes um I, i'm i kind of am you're tapped out out. For, for thunder i have in all caps ladies and gentlemen the original <laughs> yep yep great do i have there's just for some thunder? great there's just some great little things you know i wrote repetitive on thunder nice <laughs> nice i'm like playing like, them through as you say that oh i'm sorry uh, god stopper i wrote horns are back baby because the horns came back <laughs> man they did indeed on that one huh yeah i love any track What's that the... has some nice horns honestly what about glazed then uh, it's the see. same insane trumpet loop. It's like I also wrote repetitive loop. on glaze. That is the oh most yeah, I wrote horns and a xylophone, and then yeah. I wrote uh, sounds like a bunch of people talking over each other in a hallway. <laughs> and then I wrote sure it's end. strange and like with eighteen e's. Yep. So so at the end, <laughs> at the end of that one, the the people talking over each other, they're asking each other, "Are you afraid?" And they're saying, "Time is running out." Um, to bring it back to the death theme. <laughs> Fucking A, man. I feel yeah. so bad now about what I said. His ghost is going to haunt a, you, Trevor. It's a piece I didn't of know art. this guy was dead, and I didn't know he was dying while writing this. I know, but like... I also, I really wanted to hear an, a completely neutral take on the album. I felt like if I had said that up front, it inherently colors the experience. That's true. It does. You're reacting I probably would right have now, given Trevor. this at least one or two points more well, if I had known. So. Yeah, that's illegal. You would have been arrested for that. Yeah. So um, that's why I didn't say anything, because... I did truly just want to hear your actual opinions about the music itself without all of the insane, intense emotional Mythos. baggage that comes with this album. Um, yeah, I'm not a music person. We yeah, established. Trevor, Trevor, no one is asking you to be a music person. I know they aren't, but I still feel bad. <laughs> um, I liked the name of the track, Anti-American Graffiti. Yep, good one. It's a good track name. Yeah, I had I didn't uh, write I, any I, other notes other than that on the track. I wrote a note for it, and I wrote, "It sounds like an announcer at the fair." 
like yeah. the guy, the the vocals of that guy. It sounds like that old ass speaker that's at like your your local fair that's busted to shit, and they're just like, "Come on down into the food area where the yeah the food Twinkie area bar. baby <laughs> yeah like that kind of thing. It was like yeah like a crier oh, yeah man. um on the song but it's like I feel like the fair speaker has a very distinct sound as a comparison to like. A bad school inner column is a different sound, and yeah. another one has a different sound. That like the fair one. Yeah, I just could imagine the sound of like people screaming on rides, like behind it, like with that guy talking for some yeah. reason. I get. I don't that. know. Um, if you haven't already noticed, he is really good, and I think uses this technique really well. The technique of kind of mangling vocals to say things that he wants them to say. Um, by like either time stretching or kind of chopping little bits of the word up into pieces. But it happens a few times here. He's famous for it in his career elsewhere. There's a song by his group Slum Village called Players where they're singing Claire and he like stretches it out and warps it. So this, the chorus is like, it sounds like they're saying Players. Um, horrible rendition of it, but a very good song. Uh, anyway, there's a few times he does that here. Uh, Lightworks. So the actual words are light up the skies, but he tweaks it to make it say light up the spliffs, um, <laughs> which is great. Not going to front, heard light up the skies. Fair. I don't remember them saying spliffs. I feel like I would have remembered them saying that. Yeah. If you listen to it again with that in mind, maybe you'll hear it. Um, maybe. Because they are saying light up the skies, but he has ways of manipulating the audio to make it maybe sound like something else. Um, it's like that that audio trick thing where it's yeah. like if you think about it you can hear it one way if you think about yeah. it saying the other thing you hear it the other way yeah exactly yeah I so on scare me on uh, <laughs> on time there's like bits saying Dilla over and over throughout the song obviously that's not anything they're saying in the actual Jackson Five song um, uh, at the beginning of Stop there's a Jadakiss vocal sample. Where he is actually saying it's that real, but uh, it can be interpreted as is death real um, if you listen to it, because he like does a bunch of chops on the dat to make it kind of stretched out and like sound maybe more like death. So um, again, I think this is I'm still 16 years later learning new things about this album, even yeah. with as much as I've listened to it. It's yeah. like so insanely deep um and rich as like a cultural text uh which sounds insane to say in this format but uh yeah man it's fucking good i I truly like teared up listening to the end song earlier today um that's crazy like i'm like it's cool that you have such an emotional connection but like yeah i i it's I just, don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I, and that's perfectly I don't okay. want to sound like an asshole, but I no, feel like I need Trevor, to keep my all. opinions out-voiced. Like, that's yeah, the whole no. point of the show. Yeah, you don't like, that's like wild to me. Yeah, that's no. It's wild to me that the Gurren Lagann theme song makes you tear up or, like, makes you hype. So, you know. I get choked up a little bit thinking yeah, about exactly. that final battle with everyone in the lot. Uh, anyways. Yeah, and yeah. I get choked up thinking about my favorite producer making this album as he's dying. You know, it's like... That's fair. Half yeah, half. no, we all have different things yeah. man yeah i just think the that last song too is it's just so triumphant like high and by i think are the songs that precede it and they're kind of like like you said Trevor. i think they're kind of like more low-key and slow and then all high high is pretty cool it feels like it's um like an old black and white film like audio from like an like the with the the femme fatale kind of mm-hmm. going like i haven't heard that voice yeah. in years yeah and look Hi. It's yeah. like, <laughs> so good. That was good. Um, <laughs> Thanks. That's actually pretty accurate to the source material, too. It's not mm. a femme fatale thing, but it is about a woman who, uh, or a guy who hasn't seen his like ex in a long time, and they run across each other in like a, a bus stop or something like that. Um, but those two songs are pretty low-key and, and maybe a little downbeat, and then the final song comes in, and it's just this like, insane blast of like vocal melody. Um and then when you realize that this, the melody that he's pulling is just the end of the sentence, when I die. Um, and then he's like splicing in like, I, I want to be the man that you thought I could be or something like that is like the line from the song that comes in later in his beat. 
Um, yeah, it's just, I mean, it's super intense, obviously, um, and a bit of a downer, but it really does feel like he was just kind of at peace with the situation and then made all these things. Like, Don't Cry is, like, for his mom, you know? Like, mm. Don't Cry About Me Being Gone. Yeah. Um, his mom is, like, the one who took care of him in the hospital for all that time. Would, like, massage his hands as he was trying to make beats because, like, lupus makes your joints swell up. Or maybe it's yeah. TTP, but, like, his hands would get swell- swollen and, like, really stiff, and she would, like, massage his hands so he could continue to make beats and, like, dig through records and stuff like that. Like, yeah, there's a lot. Um, and obviously, I think this has taken a bit more of a, a sadder turn than I expected it to. Um, but... Uh, Why wouldn't you expect it? We're talking about a guy who died making this. Like. Yeah, I guess that's true. I just, to me, it, it, it is a sad album, but it's also not... You know, I I don't know. There's a lot of it that it doesn't really... innately come off as sad. Yeah. Like what, yeah. like I would not have guessed that. Me neither. Yeah. Like so, yeah. you're not wrong in that. Sense. Which I think yeah. is also the beauty of it. Um, yeah. That you can get so much from it uh, in so many different ways. But uh, yeah, any uh, <laughs> any final thoughts, guys? Want to go out on a high note in any way? No, I mean, I enjoyed it. I I had a good I, time with it. Um, so I, I, I'm glad you brought it. I didn't think I would cool. have a ton to say, and I and I didn't really, but I still had fun talking. <laughs> about it. I still had I, like fun learning about it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I obviously didn't enjoy it as much as either of you did, but I still am glad to hear about. Like, I love getting backstory for stuff like that, and yeah. Maybe if I was to re-listen to it, I would like it more. But and just like the, I'm not probably going to re-listen to it. Yeah, I don't think uh, you should. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm like, cool. Good time. Yeah. Cool. Good time indeed. All right. We'll leave it at that. Uh, listen to Jay Dilla, uh, all of his catalog, any of any of it. Obviously, this is a pretty good starting point. But he's made a ton of stuff that's not sad and is super joyous, mm-hmm. and it's just him having a really good time. Um, you can check out Didn't You Know by Erica Badu or The Light by Common uh, or Run In by The Far Side. Those are some pretty good starting points for like like big hit singles that he made. Um, once again by A Tribe Called Quest. Uh, there's a huge, huge catalog to go through uh, yeah. that can be enjoyed uh, ad nauseum. So cool. Uh, well, both of you, thank you as always for indulging me and letting me talk about some stuff that I love. Uh, thank you for bringing it yeah yeah of course we'll uh um, we'll catch y'all soon on the next time with uh trevor's pick trevor's think, big which, pick i think all of us are i mean i won't speak for jacob but i'm excited about um i know trevor is so I'm, uh, we'll get to that soon looking forward yeah. to it show cool. it'll be fun Me. Peace out, guys. Stay safe.